The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Dun, 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 dun. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Cooley Region Cooking internationally celebrating Cooley Region Cooks. Tan Pham is my guest in the kitchen. Tan is CuisineAdventureTours.com. Been a longtime friend. We've known each other for a long time. Yes. I mean, even on the first trip, that was at least four years ago, yeah. and then we know each other before that. Before, yeah, it's been a long time, Which, and I'm, I'm so pleased that we're still friends. Even <laughs> after five years of blah, 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 you're not mad at me for something. It's good. So how are? How the heck are you? You look great. Well, I look good, good. but I want to get on the road. I want to travel. Oh, man. I know the restrictions around the globe are uh, they're getting in the way of people having fun. Exactly. Sounds like Vietnam's going to try an experiment of of COVID control. I don't want to put it like that because that makes people nervous. They're going to experiment, not with me. What, uh, what's their plan? Well, their plan, and of course, this is subject to change. Oh, because, of course. Yeah, but uh, their plan is November 1st, they would uh, control the tourists coming into Vietnam, and you're going to go to this beautiful island called Phu Quoc, and it's down on the very southern tip of Vietnam, uh-huh. and the South China Sea, sure. beautiful oh. sand, oh, yeah. beautiful island. But it's an island, so then that way, then it's controlled. All right. But uh, November 1st, they will use the government plane to f- fly tourists in. And then you have to quarantine for seven days. Then they'll take you to the resort that you have to stay there. Okay. Yeah. So they'll do that for three months just to see how things see work. how that works. Right. And then after the three months, they will do another pilot test. And this time they'll use commercial airline and people can go in. Um, I'm assuming that the second pilot uh, test probably not going to have to be quarantined. Um, then June 1st of 2022 is when they plan to open up the whole They'll country. open the doors big time. Right. Cool. Right. Yeah, because social distancing in Vietnam has got to be one of the most difficult things to even try of any place I have ever been in my life, especially along the street, because even the cars and the motorcycles and the scooters don't socially distance. They're up close and personal, all day, all night, all the time. Well, I, I have to believe that maybe they'll talk about social distancing, but to practice that is really difficult yeah. in Vietnam. And I'll yeah. tell you why. The Vietnam geography is probably a little bit less smaller than New Mexico. Whew, and man. New Mexico, I, th- I think it has, what, 4 million people that live there? Or, heck, there's more than that that live in Saigon. Well, right. Well, in Saigon, there's 12 million. The whole country, <laughs> you're talking almost 100 million. So good luck with social distancing. Well, you know, I, it cracks me up because when I tell people about the, the, the two things that most of my friends who haven't already heard the stories, heard the story, stop with the story, because I, I, it's, it's my favorite vacation, so I tell it, is the licorice trees and, <laughs> and trying to cross the street. Because they never, I show them a picture, see this? This is, I have a friend who works for a cable company. This is what they deal with. When you get called in Vietnam to go fix somebody's cable, this is, you pull up and this is the cable you got to try and figure out. Wow. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah good it luck. is just yeah. crazy. A seaweed. 
Yeah. Of Gables. Wow. Well, the thing that I uh, heard the last tour, which was in March of 2020, right before COVID really hit the whole world. But the story I heard when I was on that trip is when you get sick, the ambulance doesn't show up to your house. They they send the doctors out first on his motorbike. Oh, to you. Yeah. Right, because because he could get to you the, faster. That, right, then the <laughs> then the then the ambulance. That's and, funny. And then he'll take care of you, and then the ambulance will show up whenever there's the traffic is necessary. Open sure, sure. A little triage on the sidewalk out front. Right. That's hilarious. Sad, but I get it. I get, and what is the population of Hanoi versus the number of of uh, of scooters that are registered? Was, oh, sure. What nine million people? Seven million scooters. Well, uh, and they're all on the street at the same time, apparently. Exactly. Well, Mike, look at uh, my uncle's house, which you have been to in Dalat. Oh, yeah. Um, so nice. his nice. house, there are him, his wife, and his daughter. And the last time I was there, I counted four scooters really? in that house. Yeah. <laughs> well, and everybody comes there. They didn't just come there for dinner because I was there, did they? Oh, no. I mean, oh, they, well, they, they, well, that house well, is busy all the time. Well, that's it's got that's, a big enough kitchen table to sit everybody around it and yeah, and well, gab and have fun. And, the way that they uh, set up the dining area is the common area, which is the living area, and then when you eat, they roll out all this uh, round top yeah, tables, tables and chairs just yeah, start appearing all, from yeah, everywhere, and it's just all movable. And yeah. each of the table can sit ten. So when you're there, Mike, I think they have what six tables I think set so. up. There was, all, I, uh, there was twenty-five or thirty people. And uh, and a and a ton a passel, my dad would say, a passel of children. Right, because they were everywhere. Well, God, what you a blast! Are, you are special. I well, I had a lot of fun with those kids. <laughs> Neither of us spoke each other's language, and somehow we figured out a way to communicate. Exactly. And Vietnamese kids are ticklish too. I learned that right away. <laughs> They're ticklish too. This is going to be fun, because they all think I'm just the old guy. Santa is that Santa? He looks like Santa. He's fat well, as Santa. What well. Heck? Maybe you ought Maybe. to surprise them when you Maybe. go next time. Uh, well, I'll be a be, Santa. I will definitely be bringing more treats and toys and stuff than I did the last time. I brought hats for uh, all the all the adult oh, folks yeah. that we uh, that I ran into, uh, Packer hats and Brewer hats and and uh, uh, lacrosse uh, park and rec hats and so forth. And well, I'll be, I think I'll be bringing different stuff. Next well, time. I think it'll be a hoot if you show up as Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> If I can fit into the suit, I would do that. So what did you bring? You brought coffee. Right. Man, oh, so, man. Vietnamese coffee. Right. Scary delicious. Yep. So this morning, um, I think the last time I was here, you mentioned something about the coffee. So I thought. It is this, so good. This would be. And Vietnam coffee, I would just start throwing out some facts out there. Uh, Vietnam is the second most exported coffee country in the world. I did not know that until you told me that. Brazil, number one. Right. And and I would have guessed Mexico, number two. Vietnam yep. is number two by a, by a lot. Right. By right. a lot of beans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. And then as we talk here, uh, we'll go through the different facts. And, sure. And, and uh, the, uh, the other thing that a lot of people get hooked on the Vietnamese coffee is that the coffee that's grown in Vietnam has doubled the amount of caffeine. Does it as, really? As Just naturally? Coffee. Yes. Double the caffeine. Wow. Right, right. So the the name, the, the, the basic coffee name that we're used to here is Arabica. Oh, sure, sure. Yep. Arabica okay. beans, yep, 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 yep. So that beans are in most of the coffee that we drink here. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So the beans in Vietnam is called Robusta. 
Robusta beans? Right. Okay. Right. I've heard of those two. Okay. Yep. So those. So and they're those just are... more potent. Right. Right. More coffee flavored. Do they taste more coffee flavored? Oh, yes. Than the Arabica oh, beans? Oh, yeah. I mean, the... I mean, the caffeine is whatever the caffeine is, but the flavor, you know, people like me, I like drinking coffee just, you know, down and dirty. Most of the time, I drink just plain black coffee on weekends. Uh, you know, we talked about that festive coffee. Or uh, or Vietnamese coffee, I would let them do it when I'm in Vietnam. Right. I like coffee to taste like coffee. Well, the problem with that is because it's so potent, and and I'll and I'll yeah. prepare a black coffee for you to try it. But uh, it's so potent that the flavor is, is is really harsh. Right. It's overwhelming. Right. It right. really is. Right. Coffee flavor overwhelms itself so you got to doctor it down right. and the french figured out a great way to do that didn't they you bet you oh, bet man yeah and, and and they did that and then now the because of the french colonized back for about 100 years yeah um then the vietnamese people are really good cook good chefs so now they they improve that um so that's what you'll get to try this morning oh and it's so good so delish where yeah. we went the little coffee shop that you took us Mm-hmm. When the the uh, lady and uh, her mom, I guess, uh, uh, an old lady and a young lady making coffee for us and a guitar hanging on the wall. And pretty soon I heard, man, somebody's serenading. It's Tan. We had no idea. <laughs> Singing us Vietnamese uh, folk songs and American folk songs. And what a blast. We just had a blast. Well, and that was over a year ago. Um, I I started learning guitar maybe two years ago. So uh-huh. every day I practice a little bit, and uh, next time anybody that gets to go on the trip with me will get to experience a little bit of that. Oh, so you, you're a better guitar player now than you were before? Yes. Because you were good enough to sing sing silly songs back then. This, <laughs> And after a couple of cups of coffee, I don't think all people were, all the people that we I was with, all they could hear was buzzing. Yep. Well, if you have kids at home and, and if they're learning to play the musical instrument, I sound like that back then <laughs> yeah well it was still fun though it was still fun yeah still really fun tan Pham, who is cuisine adventure tours is our guest in the kitchen vietnamese coffee well and everything i was going to say vietnamese coffee with a, a french influence but really everything all food is french influenced in vietnam isn't it oh yeah i mean i mean you... is there anything that is just vietnamese nobody oh yeah nobody touched yes it? yes there there are, but but uh, I think what got popular is more of the French influence, like the the pho, which is the well. Ugh. I have to take that back. I think pho is actually a Vietnamese uh, only dish. Is it that yeah. soup is my favorite kind of soup in the universe? Is pho made well? Right, but I, I was thinking of the banh mi, which is the oh, Vietnamese the Sammy. sandwich. Sure, sure, and that's come from the French influence. It's kind of, of a hoagie. Baguette. Well, you're using the bun, you're using a right. French baguette, and right. But all the ingredients are uh, Vietnamese pork and and all the vegetables oh, and yeah. stuff. Man, that's a delicious sandwich. And and that's what I mean about the Vietnamese people taking what they have learned from the French and then they improve Making it. Making it their own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting that you can buy a bang mi sandwich from a restaurant that serves them, or bang mi from the guy who's down on the corner, uh, uh, making sandwiches out of his hibachi, and they taste the same. Darn near, they're yeah. they're just so good. Everybody uses top shelf ingredients, and they're whatever they are, eighty million dung that turns out to be thirty five cents, whatever it is. You know, some 
some hugely expensive thing that you think is going to be crazy expensive. It's not. Right. It's fresh. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, I you can walk hungry. up to the street vendor, and, and if you give him 50 cents, then he's going to give you a 50-cent sandwich. Sandwich. Which is still really good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just but, bigger. Yeah. Or, you know, I want the double. Right. Well, and I've done that here locally. I've done that with with uh, sandwiches at a, a deli that's uh, that's near us here downtown. And I said, you know, this pastrami sandwich is really good. Could I? I would like to order two pastrami sandwiches, except put them all between <laughs> two pieces of bread. Because, you know, the pastrami that you see online from, uh, you know, from a deli, the Carnegie Deli in New York or someplace, is three inches thick. With sauce and sauerkraut and whatever, you need to make me one of those. Yeah, but they'd be so expensive. What, do you think they're cheaper in New York? No, of course they're expensive, but they're so good. Yep. And that banged me. I did not know that. Otherwise, I would have done the same thing. How many you want? I, well, because I, I want a double. Right. It's so good. I want a double. Less bread, more stuff in between. It was just delicious. Well, and I tell you, Mike, you as a foreigner coming into the country, and then you walk up and say, can I get a by me? Wow, you you're going to get a treat. Yeah, well, and I'm going to order more. And then those two little old ladies who are trying to sell me food on a stick, and I thought that it smells so good. I'm going to buy one of those for everybody. She thought I meant a bag of those for everybody. <laughs> Tell you or someone help me help explain to them. I just want one stick for all eight of us. <laughs> oh, that was so good. And we all ate it, and then we found out later it was lizard, not frog legs. I thought it was frog legs. <laughs> not frog legs it's lizard oh, it's still delicious do they look the same well kind of and i and i can't everything that the joke is of course everything tastes like chicken this did not taste like chicken it was delicious well and all the seasonings all the spices and stuff that they uh use oh you're dripping some of yeah. that good coffee i'm gonna have to slurp coffee off the counter <laughs> oh the problem i'm 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 making the coffee right now, but the problem is that the mini press filter that I use is a little Fits bit bigger. Fits in a bigger glass, right? Than the, than the glass that I brought oh, down. That'll teach you. Yeah. That's still gonna be good. Still gonna. Be. Is iced coffee the preferred way they drink coffee in Vietnam? Well, that's the first thing I wrote down on my list here. Whenever I go to Vietnam, that is my favorite drink. Is uh, it the Vietnamese <laughs> coffee? So now I'll maybe I'll teach the listeners a new word to use because okay. I'm. Because I'm trying to trademark this. Oh. So, so the Vietnamese coffee is called Café Sioda. So Café Sioda? Sioda, right. So Café, of course, that's coffee. Coffee. Sioda is condensed milk, and da is ice. Coffee with condensed milk and ice. Right. Coffee, sil, like sil. Sioda. Um, let's see. Sioda, S-U is, is the spelling of oh, it. Oh, okay. Sioda. Right. So Café Sioda. Cafe Silda. Right. Works for me. So you can impress all the local Vietnamese when you go there and say, you want bang me? And you, you say bang me and they'll understand that. And then bang you say. Bang me and Cafe Silda. Right. There you go. And, and they'll, th- yeah, but then they'll start talking to me like I know what I'm talking about. Which, of course, they will. Yes, of course they will. <laughs> and then I'll have to go, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I only know enough Vietnamese to get myself fed or in trouble. Well, I'll teach you the word. Thank you. Come on. And then you walk away. Oh, yeah, come on. That one I remember because, man, I said that a lot. Right. Because as you learned very quickly, I figured if millions of people in this country eat whatever that is, I need to have some of that because I want to taste it. The uh, rabbit jello and all the stuff we had at your uncle's house, I got to try that because I never even heard of it before. So, of course, I'm going to try it. Don't tell me what it is. I don't want to be influenced by the ingredients. But, gosh, 
Well, you know, that's the... Uh, there aren't any fat people in Vietnam, no. and I cannot figure out why. Because the food is so good. Well, well, that's the advice that I always give our customers is, don't ask me what, what we're eating. You know, let's, let's just try it first. Now, I'll promise that we'll have chicken, fish. Sure. Normal protein. Beef, right. pork. Pork, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's the way that it's being prepared. Right. Yeah. Well, and all the vegetables, just go with greens. Right. Because each green you taste, tastes different. You can eat a green, then you eat a leaf and think, wow, this leaf tastes like an onion. Is this an mm -hmm. onion? No. Yeah. This other leaf tastes like a radish. Is yeah. it a radish? No. Yeah. The, the, every one of those greens has its own distinct taste. Oh. Put a big pile of them on a sandwich or in your pho, and you, you're you in for a super fabulous treat. For sure. So good. For sure. And, and, and this is, you asked me before about the French influence, and this mm. is something that the Vietnamese people came up on their own, is is they, they actually use the fruit leaves and, and make that into as part of the meal. So would would you ever just go out to your lemon tree, pick up pick up the leaf and start eating it? Right. Leave the lemon on the tree. Just grab the leaves yeah. and start yeah. sucking on those. And guess what? It tastes like lemon. It tastes just like lemon. Put that in your soup or your tea, and you're in for a, a great treat. Right, right. Really good. Yep. All right, what have I got? Well, we're still good. Uh, uh, well, we'll get a cup of coffee out of that. Oh yeah, cup of coffee. So, so Mike, ah. if you look at the coffee now, I'm using what we call fin, p h i n, and that is the French mini press. Oh, okay, okay. That's so, why that one's not leaking, right? Because it's a mini press. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can literally the way that people go and have coffee in Vietnam is not like here where you say I'm gonna go for coffee, fifteen minutes. Right Over now. there, when you say you go for coffee, it's two hours. Right. Well, it takes at least, uh, well, I don't know, it tastes at least 20 minutes, half an hour to make, to make it. the coffee. Right. So if you look at this uh, French mini press here, it's literally drop by drop drip by drop. By drip yeah. by drip. Yeah, it takes a long time to fill even right. a cup that's this big. And then you sip it. I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, like you're going to Caraboo and having a cup of coffee and you drink the whole cup in 20 minutes. Oh, oh no. 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 No, you don't want to do that. No, no, you'd no. be flying if you did that. <laughs> but it's so good, and it's it's strong. I mean, it's strong coffee, but it tastes delicious, and you just want to sip it. Right. It is that beverage that tastes better just a little bit at a time. That yeah. and, a, you know, Vietnamese cookie or what's – I never can remember the name. The stuff that looks like seaweed it was red, uh, looks like string. Oh, is that the uh, dry octopus? Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, God, that was yeah. so good. Yeah. I, I, and, of course, I ate a bag of it before I knew what it was <laughs> because it was so delish. Because that's an appetizer. Right. In America, on the bar is uh, peanuts, peanuts or popcorn. Right. In Vietnam is this little bowl of seaweed well, or a little bowl taste. of string. And uh, you put it in your mouth, and it's delicious. Pretty soon you've eaten the whole bowl, and then somebody says, yeah, dried octopus. What? Right. Yeah, delicious, right. really and then, good. And then they grill that over the open fire, uh, you know, just to get that nice flavor. So, so good. Yeah, it is. That was good. It is. That's it is. why it's fun. That's And I loved that experience was every time I turned around, it was something, well, except that I've heard of a chicken and I've heard of a pig and a cow and the, some of the basic proteins, but everything that goes with or the way it's prepared, never heard of that before. It was just thrilling to watch and to explore. Well, Mike, next next time when you go again, now that I know your experience from the previous trip, we'll uh, we'll have to expand your uh, well, and I will. Your, I, your I can't imagine what else you would offer 
besides those hard-boiled eggs, which were breathtaking, <laughs> or the fish that we ate the day we went oh, on the make, make on Delta, Mekong Delta, and we ate that giant, that giant. Oh, it's the fish, elephant, biggest elephant ear fish. Yeah, well, I was going to say big as a dinner plate, and it was served standing upright. So you scrape the fish so that you on this side of the table scrape off your pieces, mm-hmm. and the other people on the other side of the table with their forks scrape off their bites of that fish. God, that was really good. Yeah, and I even have you tried the scale of the fish. And, I mean, well, even and the waiter good. came up and said, no, when we said, "We're are you finished? And we all said, yes. He said, no, 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 you're not. May I? And I thought, this guy speaks. He's had American customers before because he just reached over and grabbed a scale, a big one, and popped it in his mouth and said, you are going to love this. This is Vietnamese potato chips that aren't potato, <laughs> and they're really good. We ate that fish down to the bones. Right, right. It, those those scales, you would have, you could have pushed me out of that chair with a feather. I would have never thought that. But golly, Absolutely. That and that restaurant is getting very famous. I can't imagine. Yeah, you, you, we actually are, they actually have government official in Hanoi that, that actually fly in and go there, go for, there? For, yeah. for their food. So That's awesome. So, and the trip down the river to get to the restaurant, which is on its own little island, right? and you go up, climb up the stairs, and you look over the edge, and you can say, all right, well, I'm going to have this fish. That That's the fish I'd like to have for dinner. Okay. Well, we didn't get to pick out our own pig, but you could hear them running around, <laughs> and you could see, you know, you could see the animals because everything that's prepared Lives and grows and and has a life on that little island, which I thought was right. Great. And then I don't know if you got a chance to see all the different ponds that they have. Oh, in absolutely. That restaurant, yeah, right? yeah. And then that's where they raise the elephant ear fish. Yeah, all those different fish and the different ponds. It was just it was the coolest experience ever. Right. All right. Well, I'm gonna if I come back and I, you can't understand me because I'm talking so fast. It's because I had some Vietnamese coffee. If you ever get a chance to try this, you have to. You, you really do, and, and maybe especially if you're not a big fan of coffee. I mean, if you say to yourself out loud, yeah, you know, no thank you, I, I really don't like coffee that much. you got to try this coffee because you haven't had coffee like this ever. Sweet, it was just like sugar. You better watch out for the eggplant that ate Chicago. should probably share some of this conversation on the radio because we're talking about some of 
Khan's uh, uh, relatives that we went to visit. And that's why I asked, because the, uh, is it your aunt in the, in the North Vietnam that we uh, visited, the North end of South Vietnam, uh, Vietnam who was uh, the seamstress? Actually, my cousin. Cousin, okay. Because, yeah. God, I she like is him. good. Yeah, and I like him and his wife. And I like them because they are that younger age, so that they kind of know what's in, what's out. Ah. Um, so, so it's not like this old guy that's yeah. making the the shirt. Old fat. Well, and it, the beautiful. I have two now, thank goodness. Uh, and I love them both. They're so soft and so awesome. Well, what's cool and is your cousin uh, is so skilled. Right. Well, what's cool is my cousin will write down your name, and then depending on how he describes you, so that he'll remember you in the future. Ah, he'll, sure. He'll write down. You know, white hair guy with the beer. Right, uh, weird glasses yeah. thing. I got a lot of. But your your uh, nieces and nephews wanted to eat my glasses chain because they thought they were candies. Right. And 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 the reason is is because you liked that first shirt that you had made. The next time I went back, you want the second shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, so then now he'll remember then who you are, and yeah. he wrote down all the measurements. Well, yeah, the measurements will be a little different than the last time, but uh, you know, <laughs> not a lot, just more. <laughs> that's right. She'll make a little more because I'll need a little bit more material. Well, maybe than, that's going to cost you a little that, bit. Well, more, that's right? okay. Because what did I? Silk. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. It was, uh, it was uh, super outrageous. If I'd have known that that's all it was going to cost, I'd have paid her double <laughs> while I was standing there. I know you're only going to charge me. I don't remember what it was now. You're only going to charge me twenty-two dollars for this fabulous silk shirt. Well, here's fifty bucks, yep. and we can be best friends because that shirt is, it's is a hundred percent silk. And- oh. It's kind of cool because you, if you want to, you can actually go to the silk farm with the worms that actually they Make raise the it. silk. Yeah, right, right. You could meet, the, you could meet the makers of that silk, and hold them in your hand, feed them a little dirt, then say, "Get back to work, you guys. Make me a shirt. Make me some silk." Yeah, because so that, it's pretty that interesting. You all those little little uh, excursion that yeah. you get to go on every time we turned around. Hey, we're coming up to a, a Vietnamese church. All right, well, this is going to be boring. A Vietnamese church yawn. The church is guarded by baboons. What? <laughs> by real baboons. Really? What? Sudden- your food. <laughs> yes. Well, suddenly, a boring visit to a temple turned into an extravaganza that was absolutely exciting. Really fun. Yeah. And then you find out that Buddhists and Catholics and oh, the uh, was Hindus... Um, All celebrate. Was that the three religions? No, no, not the Hindu. Uh, um, uh, what is that religion where people don't believe in God, but they will worship atheist? the dead? The dead. Yeah. Oh, oh, like druids? Yeah. Something? I don't. I guess I don't remember. But three religions in this gigantic oh, oh, temple. Sorry. Yeah, Buddhist, Keth, uh, uh, Christian, uh, and Cow uh, Dai. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was really fun. Right. Because I thought these old—they're going to sing. That's going to be boring. Oh, my God. The voices that came out of those old guys, it was breathtaking. And the huge building and the echo. and It's colorful, the, too, oh, isn't it? It just, it was the, I got goosebumps thinking about it. And how long ago did I do it? Six years? Seven years? It was a long time ago. <laughs> two years ago. No, it was longer than two years ago. <laughs> oh, really? Is it? It was only two years? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I, no. I take that back because March 2020. Um, no, you're right. So, so It was a long time longer. ago. Yeah. I have I have dates on the back of some of the photographs that I brought home, uh, and there's a date on the video that uh, you guys gave me, uh, but I can't you know I just remember it was a long time ago. Right. 
but I'll never forget any of that experience, oh, especially good. watching uh, a husband and a wife, two kids, and a refrigerator all strapped on a scooter that's the same size as a scooter you buy from Two Brothers Honda, and they have a station wagon full of stuff on that scooter driving down the road faster than we were going on a bus. <laughs> what? Well, I always throw that challenge out there to our customers that, you know, it wouldn't be fun for you to just, if you see anything exotic on a motorcycle, just take a picture of it so that at the end of the tour you have this album of yeah. of all this cool of things proof. that people... Because no one would believe it unless they saw it happening. Right. And there's a ton of that fun stuff. And yeah. the place, where did we go? We saw the water play, oh, the theater, uh, and all, right. everybody's standing almost waist deep in water. So the On entire the whole show, the whole, yeah, the entire show took place in a big pool, sort of. God, that was, that was crazy fun. Yeah. And right outside, all the kids in their little, uh, uh, well, they weren't RC cars, but they were kind of like electric a, cars. Like electric cars. Yeah, little uh, kids having a blast. Then later on, we're leaving, and you see a, a dad, his kid, and two cars strapped to the back of that. Oh, I remember that car, and, and now it's going home. Whew, man. Well, that's because that's the only transportation he's got. Right. Well, what's cool is that that lake. It's the Joaquim Lake, and mm-hmm. on the weekend, the government they just shut down the traffic. And then they just want people to go out at nighttime and just enjoy the and lake. They do. Yeah. yeah, and some food, all kinds of weird food that tastes delicious. This is the sweet area. This is the savory area. Don't ask what it is. Just eat it because you'll love it. Right. And watch the kids and just, it was a blast. Yep. Every time I turned around, it was something more fun. Yeah. I have never had more fun on the search for cold beer. beer. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find cold beer, which you would have thought was uh, was the strangest question in the world. Have you got any cold beer? Any what? I got a lot of beer. No, no, we need some cold beer. Long search, a lot of fun. From the station here, just ask me about one of the customers that were on that same trip, and that's the story that I told them, and oh. they just crack out laughing. Yeah, it's hilarious. It was. Yeah. I've never had more fun than that trip to Vietnam. Yeah. So you ready to some coffee? Absolutely. Okay, so this coffee, if you look at it, you can't even. It's oh yeah, that's isn't. seriously thick. Right. So re, so remember, this coffee has twice the amount of coffee, and I did not doctor that coffee up with anything. It just pure right. black. Well, and I like strong coffee. Yeah. This is stronger than any coffee I've ever. This is really strong coffee. Yeah. Now the way some people describe this is, if you just bring drink the Vietnamese coffee that just dark, and the way they. Um, describe this is it's concentrated espresso. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, it's anybody who's thinking, yeah, espresso, haze, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. If you haven't had actual authentic Vietnamese coffee, you will think the espresso you've been drinking right. is watered down. Right. Exactly. Yep. So, so now That's I always good. warn our customers, drink it slow and take your time. And don't golf it down because your heart is going to be beating. Right. You'll be awake for a week after after uh, that. Right. So now the other one is, this is, I uh, docked it up with condensed milk. Okay. So you drink that first and then I'll mix it with the ice. Oh, man. And that, that is really good. Is it? Yeah. Yep. And I would never have thought coffee, it's got to be good, strong coffee, and stir in a little condensed milk. 
and it's you know because condensed milk is sweeter than cream and so right. forth. Really, the combo that condensed milk takes the edge off that super strong exactly. Vietnamese coffee and that's perfectly. Why, and that's why they do it is that they they put this in because the way that when you drink just the dark coffee, it's really harsh, um, and 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 and, yeah. and and bitter. So you put a little condensed milk in there to take away that flavor, and now it's delicious. Mm. Yeah, that is really, really good. I okay. could, and that's the same coffee, so you got to yep. sip that too. Right. I could get carried away and make a mistake oh, exactly. by having a cup of that coffee for in the morning yep. and be awake all week. Oh, yeah. So then now I'm going to make Café Silda. So did you get that? Café Silda. Okay. Right. Okay, so now. So now I just mix that. Coffee with condensed milk into with ice. Okay, and now the flavor just totally change. Yeah, Mike. Uh huh. And now, good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't even remember. Well, you're, just... you're absolutely right. That is, that is very different. I can remember. A similar experience in anybody that's ever been to a wine tasting. I can remember the wine guys back when they first opened uh, their uh, restaurant. Uh, they did a wine tasting here in the building and had three or four different wines and some different uh, cheeses and stuff. And they said, okay, well, have a sip of this wine. Okay. Now eat a piece of this cheese. Okay. Now have a sip of that wine again. Mm-hmm. And it was totally different. Exactly. Totally different wine, even though it's exactly the same wine. The right. same deal with this coffee, which was really good. Just coffee and condensed milk was delicious. Coffee condensed milk on ice is really different. Right. Still delicious, but totally different. Right, exactly. And this is my favorite drink when I go to Vietnam is I would like to have a cafe soda. And they serve it to you in little tiny cups, too, I can remember. Oh, yeah. And it's going to take a little while, and we're just going to get a little sip. Better sip it slowly. I, You know, you and Hui reminded me of that many, many times. No guzzling, Hayes. <laughs> I know it's not hot anymore, but you don't want to slurp that coffee. Otherwise, uh, forget it. How is Hui, by the way? Is he still part of your team? Yes, he is. Oh, absolutely. He and his, his lovely wife, and they're long. two of the cutest kids yep. ever. And they have been in the studio here. They have. When they were here. It's been a long time. Doing the cooking, right? So so I think he's probably listening to us, too. So um, I know you've been, you've been wanting to get him on the radio. I would love to. Cooley Region Cook. Uh, yeah. Well, remotely. and we're only 12. It's what? It's, it's 12 hours. It's 12 hours. So it's it's quarter to 11 p.m. Right. Same day yep. in Vietnam. So it's not even a weird. No. I don't have to call him on Wednesday to talk to him on Thursday. I just right. have to get him to stay up late somewhere. Right. But pretty soon it's going to be 13 hours because of the daylight Uh-oh. saving time. Oh, man. <laughs> and I know worse. that I messed that up a few times, right, Mike? Because oh, yes, yes. when you're in lacrosse and I'm supposed to call you back here to talk and I forgot about well, the daylight saving time. forgot what time it was. Time. Right, right. Well, <laughs> and you're not the only one, so that's okay. We'll figure that out. Anytime you're over there, I'll talk to you, even if it's just surprise me. Hey, Mike, surprise. I had some coffee, so I'm still awake. <laughs> <laughs> What's the favorite appetizer? You know, when people go out to a restaurant or if they're going to go to have coffee, they're going to have some coffee and maybe they'll have dried seaweed, but they'll probably have, I mean, I, I saw that you brought biscuits and different kind of stuff. Is that, did, 
your mom just do that for us, or is that a go-to snack well, the, uh, for the, Vietnamese? Uh, sure. Well, the uh, biscuits and uh, treat that uh, brought in this morning is my mom. Ah, okay. She likes you guys. Well, she's a sweetheart. We like her, too. Not <laughs> right. just because she brings us treats. Right. But the two uh, appetizers I could think of is, uh, one, we talk about that dry octopus. Gosh, that that's good. I said seaweed. Yeah, it's not octopus. Yep. God, that's good. Yep. So that's, 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 that's really yeah. tasty. Yeah, tasty. yeah. And then the other thing is the watermelon seeds. Uh, that is the other uh, appetizer. I don't. I don't, I don't know if you have tried that. I don't. But, rem- I don't know. I don't yeah, think but, so. But for some reason. And you eat them, or you just suck on them like you do with oh, no, pumpkin seeds. Oh eat them. Just like them, just chew like them up the, uh, the uh, what is that? Sunflower seed. Yep, sunflower seed. Yeah, I mean, some people just sit there and they just take the seed, peel, peel that out, and they eat the inside. Yeah. The same thing you do with the watermelon seed. Really? Yeah. Do they treat the watermelon seed and you know and seasoning and whatever? Oh yeah, with, oh, okay. with the with the seasoning, so you get some flavor. Those but, cr- the crazy Vietnamese seasonings. Yeah, but for some reason, people just love taking that time, watching the coffee being drip, 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 make yeah. of you, and then they sit and they have a little snack that it's not really a big snack. I mean, look at how hard you have to work to get a seed out of a watermelon seed. Yeah, right? yeah. and then, well, it, you can do that and try to make a little pile of seeds while they're making your coffee because, like you mentioned, if somebody says, I'm going for coffee, you have to understand you may not see that person again till tomorrow. Right. Because not because of any nefarious reason, but because that's how long it takes to get coffee. Yeah. You're not just zipping down to a Starbucks where they, and here's your double mocha latte, you know, Stradivarius, whatever. This takes time. And it's absolutely worth it. And remember, when you go for coffee in Vietnam, one or two hours. Yeah. Well, don't rush. Can you get. Other than that, I mean, if you go for coffee, can you order anything different than this coffee? If you order coffee, this is what they're going to bring you. Well, can you get usually, usually just because people that just love the coffee, huh? the majority of the time, this is what you're getting. Okay. But they are starting to have Starbucks over. over are they now, really? So they're starting to get a little fancy. Oh, okay. And I can tell you what, the Vietnamese people love to mimic everything that we do over here. Really? So when they're Starbucks. You can guarantee you that they will definitely try different things. Well, they can try Starbucks while I'm next door buying coffee from their mom and dad. Yep, yep. <laughs> they got us. the authentic coffee shop. The I'm tradition. all over that. You bet. Yep. And a little, uh, a little uh, bang me sandwich or a baguette that they season. You grill it, put some weird seasoning on it, and it's delicious. And you don't even miss the fact that it doesn't have cheese. Well, just picture yourself. Remember the hammock coffee? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I mean, remember it at the beginning, then I remember the picture, <laughs> and I remember you guys rocking the hammock. Wake up, Hayes. We got to go. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing wrong with sitting on a hammock, enjoying your coffee. Well, and you and need to picture asleep. that, Picture that, ladies and gentlemen. When we were out traveling someplace, we just in a little bus. That's the advantage of having only 10 uh, people or less. There was eight on our trip. You're in a little bus. You can pull up anywhere. We got out at a little little side-of-the-road restaurant, and we were looking and, and for a beer and something to eat. The seats, there was no seats. No, They had tables, no chairs. The tables were up next to hammocks. So if you, unless you're going to stand, you lay back in a hammock. And there were 20 or 30 hammocks yep. all throughout. The, and everybody's just having a little... A little siesta, a little coffee, or a little it's, beverage of some sort. Vietnamese beer tastes delicious. The the was it tiger beer? 
Tiger beer. Tiger beer, Vietnamese oh, the, beer. Oh, the ba-ba-ba. Yeah, there, yeah, I was yeah. just going to say that. You <laughs> scream that to your Australian buddies who are sitting over there. You try and get louder than them. All right, a little business to do, and, uh, and we'll come back and have another. Maybe we'll have another appetizer because, you know, the coffee keeps me awake, but then I get Michael on the Cooley Region Cooking Show. Cooley. Do like this. They're Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday we get together who, with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. Next week we'll be talking uh, chocolate uh, mil- uh, milk from the uh, uh, the uh, Dairy Council. We'll get together with some friends and talk chocolate milk. Yum. This stuff is good. I tell you what. Vietnamese coffee rocks. You can have a cafe soda every day, right? Uh, I could, as long as I had it early enough that it would wear off. Before now, I have to go to bed and so do it what, again. So what that means next time when you go to Vietnam is stockpile your Vietnamese coffee and take it back with you. You can do that. They, they don't mind if you take back two pounds or five pounds or whatever? Pounds? Oh, my, the last time I went, which I kind of regret, I mean, this was back in March of 2020. I actually brought back 50 pounds of 50? coffee. Wow. Probably wasn't enough, was it? Well, because I wasn't able to go anywhere for the last two years. Yeah. I'm out of coffee. And I remember you brought back a pound for me and a, par- a pound for Mark Meyer. Right. And uh, and it was delish. and right. didn't last nearly long enough. No. So so stock up next yeah. time you go there. Next time I'll bring two suitcases, one with clothes in it, one that's empty, <laughs> to well, bring back, it's funny to bring back you, uh, dried octopus it's and funny coffee. you brought that because one of my suitcases, that's all it has was coffee. Really? Yeah. Just coffee? <laughs> Can oh. you imagine the immigration guy? What the? What do you heck? have in there? Yeah. And drive the dogs crazy who are smelling for <laughs> drugs and whatever illicit uh, things, uh, and they just go crazy when they smell all that co- all those well, coffee. As beans. long as you tell the immigration guy that you have coffee, they're okay. They're with okay because you can yeah. take that back. Right. You can't take back what are uh, what are the uh, tiny miniature pineapples. I know anybody that's listening who's ever watched an episode of SpongeBob. You see under the sea the little house that he lives in that's a pineapple? There are pineapples that look exactly like the perfect dole pineapple <laughs> that are an inch and a half tall, growing on a tree that, uh, well, the trees I saw were about head high. They weren't bigger than that. With, I thought it was a decoration. Honestly, I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Uh, your aunt uh, decorated this tree with tiny pineapples. <laughs> no, they're growing. They're actual. Do you pineapple. eat those? Oh, yeah. Or are they just decorative? Yeah. Yep. No, no, no. You, you actually you eat them. them? Yeah. Do they taste like a pineapple? They taste like a lot sweeter. Really? Just, yeah. Just I because d- I think the concentration yeah. of the pineapple now is inside of being so big. So now it's mini. I should have asked. Next yeah. time I'll ask. If we get to go visit uh, any of your relatives. Well, we went fishing at uh, your uncle's yep. house one day. Right. Caught our lunch. What are we having? I don't know. Get out there and get to work. <laughs> but what that's a- the cool thing about going on a trip is that you actually get to learn. You go in the kitchen. If you like to cook, you go in the kitchen and see how belly how up, guys, yeah. yep, how they do it. You want fruit, you just go up to that backyard and climb up the fruit go tree pick and it. cut yeah. down the fruit. We had a blast. It was so much fun. And, I'll, you know, how often do your relatives roll their eyes and say, oh, God, Tom's bringing eight more crazy people from America here. Do they have as much fun as we do? Yes, they do. Do they really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know think- the kids do, but I wondered. I always wondered about uh, the adults. Well, we have, a, we have a guy, a couple from Colorado. His name is Chris. Um, one day out in that village, mm-hmm. it rained. So, of course, we couldn't do a lot. But uh, he got this idea of. I'm going to race all these kids in the rain. In the rain. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he, he entertained the whole village. That's hilarious. <laughs> so he's raising all this kid. And, of course, he had to come in first. Of course. He's, <laughs> he's a little bit faster. Well, you know, he's, he's practiced. That's all. God, I'm going to keep drinking this iced yeah. coffee. But, but that's the cool thing is that when you go out to the village, they don't see a lot of foreigners. And, 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 and they, you guys are precious friend to them. Well, and they were precious to us because you get up close and personal. We didn't visit the touristy area. In fact, we drove by. A con- weren't they? They still had decorations oh, from yeah. the New Year. Right. Is that what it was? Yes. yes. You still had We're- decorations up from the New Year, and I thought, well, that's really pretty. But I don't want to go. Nothing. I don't want to. There's nothing. The Wisconsin Dells is an awesome place to go. But that's not where I wanted to go to the Vietnamese Wisconsin Dells. No. Wanted to go off off book. And that's what we did. Hey, thank you very much for the coffee, and thank your mom for the treats. I appreciate it. Will you do it again some Thursday? Absolutely. I'll get the calendar. It's 11 o'clock on WIZM Lacrosse.